0: Welcome to Season 1, Episode 4 of the ECHO Corpus Christi Podcast, the podcast featuring Corpus Christi's creators, makers, doers, and builders. Jordan Regis is our guest on today's episode. Five years ago, Jordan was a newlywed, a newly dad, and a newly entrepreneur. Five years ago, in April 2014, he started the Bend Magazine, Corpus Christi's premier lifestyle magazine. In those five years, Jordan, his wife Kaylee, and their team at The Bend have chronicled the happenings here in Corpus Christi. They've also created Brunch by the Bay, the Locals List, and the Weekly Drop, all of which you'll hear more about in this episode. Jordan also dives into the isolation new entrepreneurs can feel and walks us through what tools and methods he used to guide him through that launch phase of The Bend. We recorded this episode in an extra room at The Bend's headquarters in the Water Street Market in downtown. Jordan is sold out on Corpus Christi and the Coastal Bend, and it's easy to get caught up in his excitement. So, thanks for listening. Let's visit with Jordan. Well, Jordan Regas, thank you for joining us on Echo Corpus Christi. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, cool. thanks for uh, thanks for the invite. Well, great. We're super excited to have you. We're we're excited yeah. to hear all about your Corpus story and about the Bend Magazine and the other exciting publications you have going on. So. As with most of our guests, why don't you go ahead and tell us from the outset how you got to Corpus, or are you a Corpus native, kind of what's your Corpus story?
1: Uh, well, my Corpus story is I kind of married into Corpus Christi, but one of the questions people always ask me is, uh, you know, are you from here? Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like there are a lot of people who are from here, um, which is good, uh, but I know I'm not, I'm not technically from here. I always say my wife is from here. That's a, my, my go-to, because mm-hmm. I feel like it gives me some credibility. Um, I met my wife in college and we fell in love and we, uh, when I proposed, we were thinking about you know, where, where did we want to like really start mm-hmm. our life? And, and so I, um, we, uh, had a baby on the way actually. And so I decided, well, let's, um, let's move back to Corpus Christi. You know, we, had, she had a lot of family here mm-hmm. and, um, she, you know, she, uh, her, her mom was, uh. Able to kind of help us out, awesome. and um, so that was really neat. So we said, okay, yeah, let's. Um, I started looking for jobs in Corpus Christi, and I actually got a job at the Caller Times. Mm-hmm. So that's really kind of how our life started. We we moved here. We got we got married here at a small little chapel on on North Beach, which I think is still there. It's right <laughs> where they're building the the new bridge. Okay. Um. So yeah, it was really beautiful. It was a really. Beautiful wedding, our mm-hmm. our our first daughter, Gemma, was born about four or five months later. And so that was really exciting. Mm-hmm. So I think for me what was really cool is like this is where I don't know, this is where I like my life really started. Sure. Um I I, I I grew up, I was kind of from all over the place. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Virginia. My dad was military when I was younger. So I was I was born in Alaska which is like my crazy facts. Right. But um now I feel like this place has, has really just been home for me. Um it's where it's where I got married, it's where our first daughter was mm-hmm. born uh, right at Bay Area Hospital. It's where I started my my first career, my first I guess adult job Right. and where we started our business. So, of course it's been good to me. Um really like I'm really glad that I moved here. Yeah.
0: Oh, we absolutely feel the same way. That's one <laughs> of the reasons that this podcast is so much fun to yeah. do because we get to talk to people that share the George family excitement about Corpus and yeah. excitement about being here. So you came down to work for The Collar Times. Were you already in the mm-hmm. news industry or the publishing industry before you moved down to Corpus?
1: Uh, yeah, I um, I was a creative writing major in okay. college, and so I really loved to write. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my big dream was to one day write like the next great American novel that was always kind of like my hope. Um, but it was really, it was while I went, while I was in college that I kind of realized that, you know, writers, they don't make a whole lot of money. Um, unfortunately it was a great passion, great hobby. So I was like, hmm, how can I take this thing that I love to do, but make money on it? Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I know we, we briefly discussed this before, but I was one day sitting in a coffee shop in San Marcos and i overheard um this guy behind me uh, that's one of the things about us writers we like to just eavesdrop on, on people's <laughs> conversations you never know where the obvious. next story is going to come yeah. from. <laughs> yeah yes so i was definitely kind of leaning in listening to their mm-hmm. conversation um a little bit that's also how i met my wife that's another story <laughs> uh, i'm just famous for that so if you see me in a coffee shop you might want to you might want to
0: talk. That's right. Know that Jordan's know here. That I'm probably listening
1: in. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, I was kind of listening and he was talking about needing writers. Mm-hmm. Um, for um, this magazine, I didn't really hear much about the magazine, but he said, I, I kind of heard something about the magazine. They are looking for more writers, so I just turned around and I just introduced myself. I said, Hey, I'm a writer, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking for work. I that's gonna, you know, does it pay? You know, all these kind of questions, right. and eventually he's like, Yeah, so we kind of um, the publisher, it was, a, it was a small local magazine kind of focused in on, on college life and some okay. of the city cultural lifestyle aspects of San Marcos and um, the Bobcats. And they, they covered some of the sports, mm-hmm. football, um, baseball, just different things like that. So I actually wrote my first article. It was about barbecues at the local barbecue Perfect. scene. And so that's really how, how it all started from there. I, I really just kind of continued writing for that magazine and worked my way up to where I was like the number two person there on mm-hmm. staff I was I guess you could say the editor but I wore multiple hats um, and it was which was good because I could kind of get my feet wet and learn the whole industry right um, I was a writer but I kind of saw what it was like how you know how the magazine was sustainable through mm-hmm. selling ads and how you know how you manage the relationships and how you could actually run a magazine pretty lean um, without having a big, operation mm-hmm. and a lot of overhead and um kind of really just learned the business model from from his, from his name was rick but uh yeah that's really where how it all got started um was there right there in san Marcos working for a little small town magazine mm-hmm. so really i and I, one of the things is i fell in love with i think that's where i i start to realize my career path and what i wanted to do is i fell in love with People mm-hmm. and their stories. Um, <clears throat> that's one thing that's really been a, a huge impact on me. Is you know I always, like I said, I wanted to. to I wrote stories. I wrote mm-hmm. fiction, and I wanted to write one day I write a novel. But I, even though it was like this kind of dream or aspiration ahead of my mind, I always kind of found myself gravitating towards like real people, right. and their story and how you know our stories are so um unique and mm-hmm. every one of them really matters and the, there's just some really cool stories that are just real true stories mm-hmm. i think that's why when, when you go see a movie and you see you know this is you know this is based on a true story it's always the story the, the movie's always a little more impactful because Absolutely. You know true. that it, like at least most of this really did happen this is a real person that really went through this and they you know the struggle and they overcame something you know they or just striving for something and, and the cool thing is like you think that all these stories are just you know just out there maybe it's someone else's thing that that they're doing but mm-hmm. really like we're surrounded by so, like so many cool stories because they just come from everyday people um, in real life. So that was one thing that I was I was like interviewing people and starting mm-hmm. to write these stories about people. It really made me really interested in real people and their, sure. and their stories and communities and how these people and their stories shape life in a in a community. And so that I think is really how this all, all got started. Because when I was here and I was working for the Color Times, mm-hmm. I really missed that side of of just telling people stories and, and the creative side and and what a community lifestyle magazine does. Mm-hmm. I, I call them city regional magazines. There's actually a whole association called CRMA where all the different cities kind of get together to talk about, you know, how we can make our city magazines mm-hmm. better. But really every city in every, I guess, decent metro side, you know, mid, I guess mid-market mm-hmm. kind of city in America has something like uh, the Venn magazine, you know, be it like a San Antonio magazine or a D mm-hmm. magazine or Houstonia or Austin Monthly or Fort Worth magazine. I mean, everyone has like their city magazine. And so that's really with having that background and kind of reading all those magazines, I kind of looked around and I was like, there is not a city magazine here in Corpus Christi. Like, there needs something that just celebrates life in here, that tells the stories Mm -hmm. of the people in this community and really kind of shines a positive light on all the good things that are happening here. And that's really where the light bulb went Mm -hmm. off,
0: reference to my Echo. That's right, um, Echo Sketch. Echo Sketch. So it was kind yeah, of the yeah, that's kind of how it started. Yeah. Kind of the great American novel writ small. In other words, you uh-huh. get all you get the opportunity through the magazine to explore all of these interesting individual stories, but they're all woven back together because they're all part of the community of Corpus Christi. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So what did what was it like starting a magazine from the ground up? I know that you you had some experience, so you had some knowledge of what it took to run one. But mm-hmm. you weren't at the magazine in San Marcos when it got going from day one. No. So, what was it like, you know, creating the Ben Magazine from day zero on?
1: Um, it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Imagine <laughs> in one year of your life, you mm-hmm. get married. You have a child, and you start a business from scratch. It definitely was a year that changed my life For,
0: for A lot ever. of <laughs> lot of sleeping in on Saturday mornings. Oh, yeah. And, was, yeah early really, bedtime, sure. No, not at all. It was a relaxing all. year. Right. Very, uh, very chill. How long ago um, was that? Uh, so that
1: was a little over five years okay. ago. I, I'll never forget the day I, I stepped out of, um, you know, that I, I put in my resignation. I, I left my job. I walked out. And, you know, for about maybe two days, 48 hours, it was, like, just, like, this mountain-top mm-hmm. experience. So it was, like, this big high. And I I was I, I was just on cloud nine. I was like, yeah, I'm starting my business. <laughs> this is so fun. I'm, you know, I'm I'm being free. I'm, right. I'm, you know, and I'm an entrepreneur now. I'm going yes. my own route, my own boss, mm-hmm. you know, in control of my own destiny. And, you know, a couple days later, I'm out trying to actually start my business and i'm sitting in this this office that i rented that was actually looked more like a janitor's closet <laughs> than an office because it was the right. cheapest one i could find it's like 300 bucks a month yeah it was it, was, it i just knew it would be too hard to work from home i know a lot, i have a lot of respect for people that mm-hmm. try to start their businesses from home i just knew i, I get distracted very easily so sure. i found a very kind of like hole in the wall small room that mm-hmm. i could just get away um from for a while um, but I remember just sitting here thinking, what the heck have I just right, done? Right, I couldn't even figure out how to get a phone system set up. We didn't have mm-hmm. a website. I'm sitting there trying to learn trying to learn uh, how to put together a website and learn, like, CSS and all these things. Right. And I'm just sitting here thinking, wait, we haven't even sold an ad. I barely had a logo. And I'm mm-hmm. like... I've gotta make money. We had set this deadline of April two thousand fourteen to launch the issue. Okay. And and I'm just sitting there like I don't even know where to start. There's Mm -hmm. like so many things you gotta do. You gotta have, you know, you gotta get a website, you gotta get your sales materials, you gotta start to think you gotta have a phone you know, have a phone line. Right. And on all those things. And I just remember spending like a full day just trying to get the phone system set up. And I'm like, I'm never gonna get a magazine, much less <laughs> get a phone, <laughs> get a phone system, get a phone number. So, um, yeah, it was, it was really hard. It's, it's not easy. And I, and anyone that's, it's tried to start something mm-hmm. or I guess go out there and start a business or just do something on the side, like you get, you get depressed pretty quick and you know, pretty easily mm-hmm. because you realize how, you know, how hard it is.
0: Um, so yeah. So what what did you do in in your life with the new baby at home, a new yeah. marriage, starting a new magazine, figuring it out from you know ground zero? How did you protect yourself from depression? What kind of resources did you look to to help you be sure that you weren't going to fall into one of those? I mean, entrepreneur routines, so to speak.
1: Um, I think, man, that's a that's a good question. I'm trying to remember. Um I think it's, it's just building a good support group. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the the be- best thing that you can do is have have support. Um, having people that that truly believe in you. I remember having a lot of um, a lot of phone calls with my dad who mm-hmm. you know, my dad was an entrepreneur too. He um, when I was really young, he was almost in the same situation. He uh, just kind of started from scratch, starting a starting a company, I remember. I remember we were so poor. I had to collect cans on the street when I was like four years, four or five mm-hmm. years old, or something around when I was like really young, around kindergarten or something. I just remember like collecting cans in big plastic bags mm-hmm. and taking them to the recycle center and turning them in for five dollars, and then getting that five dollars and going to buy a Happy Meal. So it was the best Happy Meal you of bet. my life, absolutely because <laughs> I earned that.
0: Happy absolutely, meal. Um, and it also probably yeah. taught you that. Yeah. No matter how difficult something seems, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that you just almost one foot after the other and you eventually get there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he was just a really big help. Um, I started to, it was really, it was a blessing. I started to meet a lot of other people um, in town Mm -hmm. who kind of almost became like a mentor, kind of just a friend, you know, through the process. At the time we were going to Yorktown Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. And I started going to um, pastors roundtable there, and this was during the time pastors. If you don't know what that is, Mm -hmm. um, pastors roundtables they meet on Monday nights. I think a couple times throughout the year, Um, they have like different kind of semesters, Um, and you just get together and you just sit with a bunch of guys. And it's amazing how like some of those guys that I met um, during during those pastors roundtable session um, really were kind of. Some good uh, mentors mm-hmm. and just people who kind of encouraged me during that time and would pray for me. Um, you know, some of them even even ended up advertising, not because <laughs> they right. probably even knew what I was doing, <laughs> but just because they just we gotta just, help Jordan quickly. <laughs> you know, like they just wanted to, yeah, they just wanted to support me, and um, so that was that was really encouraging. So um, I don't know if um, I, I think I just kept thinking. I remember I just kept thinking, if I can just get one issue out, if I can mm-hmm. just do this, if I can just get an issue or two out, then it's almost like the field of dreams. If, if I build it, right. people will come. For sure, for sure. I, you have to hold on to your vision. And I just held on to my vision, and mm-hmm. I just knew that that once people saw what I, I had envisioned, um, that eventually people would would um would get it because i Mm -hmm. think i was having a hard time explaining what i was trying to do uh we were literally walking around with like some airport magazine that kind of looked like the magazine we were gonna do Um, i mean i would i would try to show people like what other cities had but it was Mm -hmm. it'd be kind of like tough to say oh yeah well this is what we're putting out right away i mean like These a lot of these magazines have been around twenty years, for sure. sure, So I was just trying to be like, okay, so this is what it's going to look like. It's going to be about this size, and it's going to look nice, and we're going to really take beautiful pictures of the city and tell Mm -hmm. good stories. And and I remember there were so many people who um, were at the time they were saying, you know what, you know what's there to do in Corpus? Like, there's nothing to do in Corpus. Like, what are you? What are you going to write about? Mm-hmm. And that almost became like a rallying cry for me.
0: For sure. Uh, I Absolutely. Think you, you have
1: to have a purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and you talk about you know what got me through that time. And I think it was this purpose that I had. Um, I, I didn't necessarily really start out you know, with this purpose in mind. Um, but it was during those first few months of launching the company that all of a sudden my like purpose and my why. There's this really good book called Start With Why mm-hmm. by Simon Sinek. Um, if you are looking to start something or launch something, it's a good place to start. You know why? You know why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And I think my why kind of developed during that that time, and it really drove me to go um, to go to get through all of the the struggle in the beginning and the you know maybe dark places that you're tempted to go to. Sure. and um, that in that I was. Going back to my, you know, why, you know, why did I come to Corpus mm-hmm. and how did I get here? Is that I was starting my life here, right? And there were so many people who were who were talking bad about this place, and you know, at the time, I just felt like it was just very, just like kind of glass, glasses half full, almost, you know, negative attitude mm-hmm. toward toward the city, you know, especially amongst um, millennials that um everyone was talking about oh I'm, i want to move to austin I'm, i need to move to austin as right. soon as possible and you know leave and so i was like no I, i'm moving here like i moved from the austin exactly here right here and i'm trying to like start my life here i have my yeah. family you know i'm you know i'm living here i'm mm-hmm. like starting my career here and i want this place to be great i want more people to stay here and i want things to happen here um and so i when i started the magazine that was really my my purpose is like i want to make this community a better mm-hmm. place And how I can do that is through doing what I do best and that creating a great magazine that really is beautiful and tells good stories and has, you know, great content and, you know, something that people can hold on to and be proud. And so that was really what I think with with my purpose and with a good circle of mentors Mm -hmm. and people there to support me and just knowing that if I could just get a magazine out, just one magazine out, then hopefully people would get it and... That's really what got me through that time. So.
0: Did you make your April 2014
1: self-imposed deadline? We did. We Our first issue came out in April 2014, which was exactly five years ago today, which is really neat. Is we a, just released really our five-year anniversary issue. Um, it was a couple of days later than I had hoped, so it really hit magazine, mailboxes maybe like April 6th or 7th, mm-hmm. but we got it out early.
0: April. It was still an April issue. It was still our <laughs> April issue,
1: but yeah.
0: So in the 5 years of the Bend magazine have you found a that your interest in a particular subject matter has deepened for example you really like the lifestyle stories or you like the business stories or you like the the list that y'all do or you like to talk about the brunch or have you found particular subject matters that you really enjoy telling stories about Corpus Christi Um I you know I, I'm just
1: I have so many different interests. It's mm-hmm. really funny. Like I'm a big foodie. I love talking about food. That's Amen. why we talk about restaurants all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's one of the niches that we really um, have taken, you know, over, I guess, in there that we were people looked for us for where to eat. Absolutely. It, which true. is almost kind of a uh, a tough place to be because if we put a restaurant in people Mm -hmm. expect people will just go blind, blindly just like oh it's in the bin it's got to be right so it's it's, it's put a lot of responsibility on us to make sure we
0: actually it's a blessing and a burden yeah Yeah. it's
1: a little almost a little bit of a burden Mm -hmm. um to make sure that uh the what we recommend is actually pretty good um so yeah i mean i love food i I love business i there's this side of me that i didn't really Realize that I'm really, I guess I maybe I am an entrepreneur at heart. Even mm-hmm. though um, I love writing, I love storytelling. Um, I, I've really grown to love the business side of it as well. I never thought I would be as into that as as I thought because I don't really do much writing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I almost had this kind of creative as a creative person, and any creative person will will kind of have this this kind of almost creative block or just like, wow, if they feel like they don't have a creative outlet, they just feel kind of, I don't know, stuck or or boxed in. Um, But as a creative person, I started to almost look as at the, the company as a whole as my creative outlet. I mean, I was Like I'm creating a company that's creating beautiful magazines Mm -hmm. and it's creating beautiful experiences and events uh, for the community. And, um, yeah, I think you just have to. When you think about creating, there's so much more to create than just um, a thing. Like right. creating a company, creating an opportunity for people to to have a creative outlet in this community has been huge. Um, one of the you know, one of the stories that I love is that our one of our main photographers, who's been taking pictures for the magazine since day one, she. Um, was kind of just taking some wedding photos, taking some you know, mm-hmm. photos of friends. Uh, early on, she wasn't like a big professional photographer in town. Um, and I just discovered I picked up her card in, a, in coffee waves one day, like a few, like a, maybe like a week after we like started the magazine. So we were working on our first issue. Mm-hmm. And I, I called her up because I, I knew she'd probably work for a little cheaper than you know because she was just kind of getting started right. too. And today, you know, here we are, like years later. Not only she's still taking pictures for for the magazine, but she's also taking pictures for um, the Corpus Christi Convention of Visitors wow. Bureau, and her pictures pictures are showing up in like Texas Monthly mm-hmm. ads and magazines that are polyvagged with Texas. So it's like people all over Texas now are seeing these beautiful photos of Corpus Christi, um, and you know she kind of had an outlet to to grow and. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, and then, you know, Corpus Christi started to notice her photos. So now it's like now this city's on display throughout the whole state, you know, seeing that there's a lot of beautiful things, a lot of great mm-hmm. aspects of our community. You know, be it outdoors, water, beach, food, you know, fun experiences, culture, music. You know, I mean, just all these different beautiful photos that she's taken, you know, over the years, and now she's taken for the you know for the Corpus Christi Convention and Visitors Bureau. So it's just cool to see people get the opportunity and, and other young writers get the opportunity to write, you know, be it, you know that they stay here or go work for mm-hmm. a, you know, a newspaper somewhere. It's like we've given internships and opportunities for people to kind of get started here and to explore their creative side. So I love creating that opportunity for other people to be creative. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of helped me realize that, yeah, I still am being creative. It's just in in another sense. So.
0: Have you found... Um... In the five years of the magazine, uh, an attitude change from the sort of it's still Corpus, there's nothing to do here. We want to go to Austin. To now, five years later, more of a hey, Corpus actually is an interesting city. There are creative things going on here that people want to be a part of. Have you seen any kind of an attitude change? Absolutely, it, it's pretty crazy. Right? And really, I think just like the end of last year,
1: beginning of this year, like I feel like the the tide has has turned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not. I'm not saying necessarily. Like I think, there will always be haters, but I think there's more. Every city has those. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are, right now, there's more support for Corpus Christi and pride in Corpus Christi than I've seen since I moved here, and I'm really excited about that, especially mm-hmm. with with young, you know, young professionals. Who, who I don't hear people saying like, oh, I want to get out of here as soon as possible anymore. I hear people saying, hey, I wanna start something. Right. I wanna I wanna I wanna move back here, I wanna start my career here, I wanna be a part of of everything that's going on here in Corpus Christi right now. And then there's just a lot of pride in Corpus Christi, a lot of pride in what we have and what people are doing. There's a lot of um, new things starting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's cool. I, I almost wanna say, like, all right, mission accomplished, but um, <laughs> Even though, like part of it, and now I'm trying to think. Okay, so now you know. Now what's the next thing? How do we build right, on this? Right. Like, how do we keep growing it? Um, because I think it, it is is growing. The tide has turned, and I you know, there, there's this shirt that that's come out actually recently that uh, I kind of made me laugh because it just basically says "Corpus doesn't suck, you do," <laughs> um, which. You know, can kind of come across kind of harsh, but I mean, if you really think about what that you know, what that shirt is mm-hmm. trying to say, um, is something that I've I've tried to say all along is that a city isn't. You know, if you want to make a if you if you want to have a good city, if you want to have a good community, it comes down to your story. That's right. Um, as we talked about before, everyone is a part of what we're doing here. So if you want a cool city, be cool. Do something
0: cool. Right. Absolutely. Um,
1: what's that thing that, that you can do mm-hmm. you know, is it is it start a cool coffee shop okay start a cool coffee shop is it start a cool like t-shirt company mm-hmm. or clothes company that represents your city okay do that you can do that it's um, and it doesn't have to be your full time job and I'm blessed that I get to do this full time which is awesome but mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that have full time jobs that also have companies on the side that, that they're really passionate about that add some really unique culture and some cool things to our city you know there's people that do pop-up shops That's on right. the weekends and there's people that do podcasts like echo that are attorneys you know during the fight day <laughs>
0: bless <laughs> our hearts yeah so is, yeah i mean it's it's very true that it and it doesn't necessarily even require someone to say all right I want to start this thing, you can celebrate Corpus Christi by saying, all right, we are going to go to this cool thing that has started up. We're going to support some of the new uh, venues opening up downtown or on the south side, or we're going to go out to the island and find something interesting to do. It doesn't even require a person to take the entrepreneurial leap and, and the money and the risk to go start something. They can support the growth of the community merely by showing up
1: Absolutely, yeah and for the for anyone who's, who's listening that might just be thinking oh well I don't I can't really do I'm not a creative person I can't really do something cool I think you make a good point you can support the the local community you can support the local chefs that are starting mm-hmm. restaurants you don't have to go to Olive Garden um, so I mean there's a lot of cool people who are who are doing things that you can, yeah, you, you, that you can support either by going to a local event or going to a local restaurant, or or, or buying something you know, buying a locally made product um, at a pop up shop or something like that. Like just mm-hmm. just getting to know um, what's happening in your city, getting to kind of being in touch with the with the local culture, um, and and that's one thing that we try to do at the magazine is. We, um, we, I, I guess we do kind of create culture, but I think what we more do is cultivate it. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's almost like this is like our garden, and we want to tend the garden. We want to help it grow. We want to, we want to water the plants and throw sunshine and they throw exposure to those people that are, that are really contributing to the culture here mm-hmm. in our community. And make sure that people know about it. Um, make sure that people know what's going on and know the stories behind the people who are doing these things. Because uh, you know, I'll say it again, you know, it just comes down comes down to, to stories. If you know mm-hmm. someone's story, and if you know, you know what's you know what's gone into this this project, or you know, kind of you know, why they're doing something, maybe you know, maybe you connect with it. You know, maybe it's something that that you know matters to you too. And then you can either support it or be inspired by Absolutely what true. someone else is doing. So,
0: Well, ECHO, part of the inspiration for ECHO is uh, another local podcast here called So Taco, and then a couple of podcasts mm-hmm. out of Waco and that are kind of Waco celebrant type podcasts. And I think it's fascinating to see what The Bend has done over five years in telling each of these individual stories, like we were talking about a little while ago, mm-hmm. with your interest in creating the great American novel, you've created it month by month. Mm-hmm story by story. And it may not be that it's one seamless, you know, story arc with the protagonist from the get go, except that perhaps the Ben magazine is the protagonist from five years ago to today, creating this new Corpus story. So for the, for the Ben magazine and your business, do you see new opportunities for you to be able to expand your storytelling capabilities here in Corpus Christi in the near future? Um, Sorry, rephrase that question. Sure. So with the Bend Magazine having been oh. doing what it does and doing it with the, with uh, exceptionally well for five years, are there new avenues that you've uncovered for the Bend to expand its ability to tell stories here, whether it's under the Bend Magazine label or under white label uh, publications or mm. other opportunities, other, other types of media for the Bend, for example? Do you have any... Oh yeah, uh, Opportunities yeah. Okay. in those areas that you've uncovered that, that you want to explore.
1: Yeah, I think one of the big things that's kind of that we are already really growing and is already happening is our um, our weekly newsletter called the weekly drop. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's really kind of taken off. And that's almost been like a startup within a startup. Um, and Kylie Cooper now, who's recently got married, um, she uh, has really been big. Um, in, in that and developing that and almost it almost has like its own following mm-hmm. even of its own and it, you know it comes out every friday morning and it, it's it's almost like remaking the idea of what what news is i mean not really hardly anyone gets the newspaper anymore right um but it's kind of like news from a you know a different perspective because it's really personal it's really like more conversation mm-hmm. style where we talk about things that might have happened during the week. We post stories. Um, it, it's almost like an aggregate to we'll, we'll, we'll post stories from other news stations mm-hmm. and share, you know, share, hey, this was a cool story. Um, it's more of like just saying, hey, let's just, you know, this is some things that you, you know, that you shouldn't miss. These are some cool things that are happening. We post events on that. Mm-hmm. We talk about, you know, what's going on this weekend. And it's really one of those ways to kind of, we kind of, Curate, I guess, an experience or things mm-hmm. you know what's going on, and almost like curate an experience for you to make weekend plans or just to kind of catch up on anything cool that was going on in the city. Um, so that's kind of another mm-hmm. outlet, and that's really as we kind of grow um, from print on into right. other experiences. The, um, our, our email platform, our, our newsletter, is something that we're really looking forward to mm-hmm. to building on in the future. Soon enough, we actually, uh, speaking of podcasts, we actually will um, launch a podcast that's that's in the works. It's pretty new in the works, mm-hmm. so I, I don't really have much to say about that right now. But, um, yeah, I mean, podcasting is one thing that we really aspire to do in the future, to have a, a, a local podcast of mm-hmm. our own with our, our kind of own niche. Um, and we do kind of hope to, like, I guess, niche our niche a little right. bit more in the future and just find other little avenues that we can really, I guess, add to, you know, to what mm-hmm. we do and focus in on, you know, be it maybe something more exclusive for food or more exclusive for newcomers or visitors um, or even kind of create partnerships with other people um, in the city that that are, that are doing things and maybe find ways that we can all, all work together to really grow our, our local media mm-hmm. here in the community uh,
0: so. so as you look out over the landscape of Corpus, is there something in particular that has you personally excited, something that you see kind of coming up in the future, be it the new opportunities that are going to present themselves when the new bridge is done or the the all the stuff that's being built over in Portland, or is there something else maybe going up on the south side? It doesn't have to be a particular business, but just something that, that Jordan himself is super excited about that... That is going to potentially change uh, the landscape of Corpus.
1: Let's see. I, I don't I don't know if there's like one particular mm-hmm. thing. I was mean, talking about the bridge. Mm-hmm. I think that looks that's gonna be pretty neat. Um every day I live in Portland, so every okay. day I kind of drive across and I, I see that going up. So that's really cool. I don't there's there's just so many there's so like so many small things going on right now that that I'm really excited about um i'm really just i'm really excited about downtown i'm excited to see more apartment complexes going up downtown absolutely I think, I think that's the biggest thing for me is i want to see people downtown and the more people that that live downtown the more people that move downtown like i want to see the Cosmopol- cosmopolitan fill up and exciting to see the cosmopolitan adding more mm-hmm. more rooms um you know, finishing up their you know their i guess last phase of construction there and just you know, just other apartment buildings that are being developed downtown. I guess if I if I had to pick one, um, that's because that's just kind of where I, I, I lean is is more towards people. I guess I'm always kind of a people person, mm-hmm. and and one thing that my friend Alyssa, who's the the director um, of the downtown management district, uh, you know, she always says uh, is that you need people first. Absolutely, and if you get the people down here, then then more more will come mm-hmm. you get you know you get the people and all of a sudden just businesses are going to open up more people are going to build it's just exciting to see buildings going up I like i was i love to see the new frost bank building absolutely going like, that's going to be amazing just, that's a pretty hip looking building mm-hmm. over there um and um you know they just built um a new rehab facility downtown mm-hmm. they're building the marriott downtown i mean there's just a lot of uh it's just cool to see like stuff being built like, i've just seen the bridge being built like right. i just i love to see cranes i think if you see cranes in a city that's a sign of of a healthy city so
0: absolutely true big
1: tall cranes are a good thing
0: so your interest in downtown is that one of the reasons that you've located the bend here in the water street market
1: yeah yeah absolutely i think um i wanted to be a part of what was going on mm-hmm. downtown um i know i i love the whole coastal bend it's not to say that it's not to say that you know i like I, I'm not excited about growth on the south side, right. which I am. I'm excited about growth on the south side. I'm excited about rebuilding in Rockport. I'm excited mm-hmm. about you know you know everything that's going on on the island um, with the the changes going on at, at Schlitterbahn. Like I'm excited about uh, about all of it. Um, why I particularly wanted to to be to have our office downtown and to really get involved with what was happening down here is is my vision for. Um, the future and if we want to have a healthy city like mm-hmm. I think you have to have a healthy downtown because Definitely that's true. what the young the, the workforce the growing work, workforce they're they want to live down to people want to have that walkability people want to have a cool downtown to experience and you know you kind of I guess start your career living downtown maybe maybe you're single maybe you know, it was just like you and your spouse or something mm-hmm. and and so, you know, you're just living kind of in like more of the urban environment. People want that urban environment and, you know, they want things to do. They want activities. They want like places like bus and, and goldfish mm-hmm. and circle, um, these places to hang out and, and meet people and grab a drink or get some food or eat at a food truck. Or it's like, you got to mm-hmm. have those places. And so that's really why I wanted to kind of be a part of this is, is just to draw people here and to keep people here. They, we have a four-year university, and they, when people graduate from there, I want them to to stay here and to to move Amen. downtown. Yeah, and so just knowing that um, downtown is kind of a good hub for drawing people in here. That, and then from there, they will move out. Obviously, you know, spread out from downtown as they advance in their career or you know, life place in life. And so, yeah, I mean, like there's no way that my wife and I could really live downtown with two kids. That'd be kind of crazy. So mm-hmm. um, we live in the suburbs, but um, yeah, I just think that a healthy thriving downtown is a, is a good um, place to start for, for growing our city and kind of having a healthy quality of life mm-hmm. to offer um, for, for everyone really. I mean, even if you live downtown or if you don't live downtown, everyone likes to come downtown and, and hang out and have a good time. And yeah, just That's, had a nice experience.
0: That is very, very true. You see that in a lot of cities that are the size of Corpus, maybe a little bigger, a little smaller. Their, their downtowns get revitalized as, mm-hmm. as people who have owned the buildings downtown start to yeah. kind of let loose of them a little bit or let folks come in with creative new ideas for bars or restaurants or living spaces or yeah. other creative spaces for folks to co-work and so forth. And it's fun to watch that happen here in Corpus Christi, too. I feel like we're at this yeah. inflection point here downtown and then as we see, even the coffee shop that went up in, in in the island or on the island with the containers, you see something super creative like that yeah. being built. And you just see these pockets of creativity popping up all over Corpus Christi that we're, we're starting to create critical mass, I think, where a lot of the kids who are here in school um, and maybe those that have grown up here that are maybe 10 years ago or five years ago were thinking, we can't wait to get out, might start thinking, you know what? we have a great quality of life and mm-hmm. we also have a lot of the very interesting things that we think we would have if we moved to another city. Exactly. Yeah. If you, if you're, if the city, <clears throat> I think the city now is like, has all the things,
1: all the boxes that people would want to check. Mm-hmm. Um. And like, okay, so the quality of life that I'm looking for um, does Corpus Christi offer that? And I think we can say that now. And that's why I'm, I'm actually seeing a lot of people moving from back from mm-hmm. Austin back to Corpus Christi. Um, are from you know other places people are coming back and because they're I mean well for one, you know we have the water and people are right. it's almost like that thing that we don't talk about, but it's like um, yeah, excuse me, we have we like really like right on the Gulf, right, right exactly, right. exactly right it's exactly right. We have like it's beautiful down here and that's one thing that you know no, no mm-hmm. other place can really say. And so to be able to live this close to the water and just like take a family trip to the beach mm-hmm. you know anytime you want. And for the, you know, for the cost of living that we have down here, it, it's almost like incredible. It's almost like, how, how does how, how can you live here? You know, right. be so close to the water. And it's like, and there's so many opportunities here. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if you were to try to start something in another city, you're just a small fish, you know. But mm-hmm. here, you start something. Like, I, I I was, like, shocked that we could just start the bend. Right um, here in Corpus Christi, because there wasn't there there wasn't a bend. I mm-hmm. mean, come here, you have the opportunity to, to do something groundbreaking to do, well, to be and the a, community
0: yeah, will yeah. will rise up around you too and support you. I think that's one thing that is yeah that kind of gets lost sometimes in the discussion about Corpus Christi is that we have such a a close knit community for a city that's our size that when somebody yeah. wants to try something creative and new the city will rise up around them and they'll find the support and they'll find the encouragement, just like you did with the pastor's roundtable and with your mentorship groups, uh, being able to find a community of folks that rose up around you and said, hey, we like your vision for the Bend Magazine. We're going to jump in and help, whether it's through buying ads or whether it's through emotional encouragement. But we're here. We want this to happen. And I think uh, talking to a lot of creatives around town, you'll find the same story they jump out, they create something and then boom, the city rises up around them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So is there something that the, that the Regas family in particular loves to get out and do that is a a unique thing that your family loves to do here in Corpus?
1: Um, well, I think, uh, I think we love to go to the beach. Mm -hmm. That's one of our girls' favorite things to do. Um, they love going to the aquarium. Um, that's the splash pad. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, a go to for us. We love to just go hang out downtown. It's kind of cool. Check out the, the you know check out restaurants. Mm-hmm. We like to we like to go hang out at, at Bus. That's a that's a fun thing. We love to get brunch at like almost any brunch place in town. Mm-hmm. We've, we've been to I think almost all of them, if not all of them. And then um, you
0: created your own brunch place. And then we decided, <laughs> hey, wouldn't it be great
1: if all these brunch places showed up in right. one place? Right. You brought
0: them to you, you and said, okay, come to the Regis family. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that um, that kind of came from that, too. We're big. We are, I, I guess you could say, like, the beach and brunch. Those are probably our two favorite things. And coffee shops. We We love coffee shops. We uh, will absolutely help keep the local coffee shops in distance. So, so <laughs> that's, that's a good our thing. Aim. Most of our money goes to mm. local coffee shops.
0: So, speaking of brunch, I, I'm sorry that the weather created a cancellation yeah. of Brunch on the Bay, but when is it rescheduled for? And has it changed the lineup? And are tickets available for folks that had bought them prior that aren't going to be able to go? You know, did, did some tickets free up? Kind of what's the status of Brunch on the Bay?
1: Uh, uh, well, tickets, some tickets did free up, but they were gone in about an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that was, uh, that was pretty quick. Um, which is exciting absolutely true people want to go that bad um, it is that we moved the date to April 28th so okay. um, just praying for good weather mm-hmm. and um, I think two restaurants had to drop out but we are in discussions with two other we, we're, we're gonna find a couple of restaurants to replace them and okay. they had you know they had good reasons but mm-hmm. um, I mean really uh, com- coming down to it like just the culture, and the people in this community, and the other entrepreneurs out there, because mm-hmm. all these restaurants we work with are local. And gosh, it really just opened my eyes to how a community works. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we had to reschedule the brunch, it was just so amazing. Like the people, the, the the restaurant owners that we were working with, and then and even just some of the the other vendors that were involved. They you know they had nothing but just like love and support and encouragement through that time because they know it was Mm -hmm. a tough decision. And everyone just kind of worked together and just said, hey, you know, this is a cool thing. This is a cool thing that that we're doing for the city because it's not just the Bend. It's all these restaurants, too. It's There's so many people involved. And they wanted it to be a good experience, too. They didn't want people sitting out in the cold, windy rain just being miserable. And so everyone just kind of made sacrifices and just it it was kind of like this... I don't. This like the experience of what a, you know what a city is, mm-hmm. and what a you know what a local community is like, and why the you know, why the city, why the community here is just so special, um, because everyone just supports one another and just and just cares about each other, and just the the encouragement that they gave and the sacrifices that they made were just really cool and just opened my eyes to see that you know if, if we as a city are gonna are gonna grow, if we're gonna be strong, if we're gonna continue to build the momentum Mm -hmm. that we've got going here then it's like everyone's gotta gotta work together and we've gotta support one another yeah it's just it's just not just about you and what you're Mm -hmm. doing it's about it's about the community as a whole and i think that's the mindset that a lot of the business owners Mm -hmm. a lot of the people i meet have um right now here and and so many people care not just about just their their profits are just their company, but they also care about the non you know the nonprofits mm-hmm. and, and supporting and, and encouraging and you know donating money or you know helping to put on events for right. to, for charity events and so many people show up or sponsor many you know many of the charity events mm-hmm. in town. And it's just it's just really cool to be a part of this local business community, like the local economy here. It's a it's a good group of people.
0: So speaking of supporting our local businesses, how can somebody sign up for the drop or the weekly drop? Uh, the weekly drop, um, you can go on our website, thebinmag.com. You can mm-hmm. sign up for the weekly
1: drop there. It should just pop up. Um, or if you read an article online, it's at the bottom of every article. Okay. You can just, just need your email address um, and we won't sell it, we promise to anyone. Or you can subscribe to our magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyone can subscribe at thebendmag.com just click subscribe it's 12 dollars, 12.95 i think a year which is like a little over a dollar an issue mm-hmm. so well
0: worth it yeah absolutely well worth yeah. it for sure so. well thank you so much for coming on Echo corpus christi podcast i really appreciate it yeah and thank you jordan and the bend magazine are on the forefront of what's happening in corpus christi be sure to visit thebendmag.com to sign up for the weekly drop and be sure to follow them on social media at the BendMag. And don't forget to follow us on social too at Echocorpus. Thank you to our infrastructure partners, the Sound Guys, Clint Tucker Homes, and Sawyer Audiology. And thank you for taking time to listen. <music>